Hello, welcome to another episode of Unpacking Neuroqueerness. Today I'm going to talk about the neurodiversity umbrella, what it really means, um, how it's actually a lot bigger than a lot of people think. Uh, it includes a lot more than just autism and ADHD um, and dyslexia. It just goes way beyond that. Um, and I'm also going to talk a little bit about uh, the meaning of neuroqueerness, um, what it is to be neuroqueer, because I think there can be a little bit of confusion around that still as well. I'm going to be breaking down the meaning of neurodiversity versus neurodiverse versus neurodivergent, because there's also confusion around that. Anyways, um, we got to start with the fact that Neurodivergence is not a diagnosis in itself. It is the concept of deviating from neuronormative societal molds, whether you identify with a specific neurotype or not. The whole concept of neurodiversity, it was constructed to challenge the pathology paradigm. So therefore, using pathologizing language would go against the core values of the neurodiversity movement. Now, within the neurodiversity paradigm, we tend to call things such as autism and ADHD neurotypes rather than disorders because disorder is a term rooted in capitalism, eugenics, white supremacy, ableism, colonialism, neuronormativity, all these bad things, um, oppressive systems. Autism, ADHD, and dyslexia are not the only neurotypes. Neurotypes can be disabilities and therefore um, disabling as well. You know, the, the autism and ADHD people have varying levels of support needs um, and disabilities that can be associated with them. But disability doesn't need to be viewed as a tragedy. What truly needs to happen, as I often preach, is that the world needs to become more truly inclusive and accommodating of disabled folks. Folks with mental health conditions such as bipolar, BPD, anxiety, PTSD, etc. can also identify as neurodivergent. Now the, the fact is, um, the reason for that is, people with these conditions also tend to deviate from standard neuronormative societal molds, which is the core concept of being neurodivergent, as intended by the people that coined the terms of neurodiversity and neurodivergent. It is not just autism, ADHD, it's uh, dyslexia. It's all these different conditions and mental health conditions included because mental health conditions kind of make you experience the world differently than the neuronormative ways. Um, and it even took me a while to realize that myself. I, I used to talk a lot about autism and ADHD as if they were the only neurotypes, as if neurodiversity were just that, and it's really so much more. And that's why I, I had my friend Ukarshan to talk about bipolar, and I'm planning to have people come talk about PTSD, about anxiety, because I want to have more neurodivergent identifying people that aren't just autistic or ADHD or such. So... Um, and then we also have to acknowledge um, that I also, you know, I want to 
post um, more people with higher support needs, um, maybe some non-speakers that are AAC users, um, you know, maybe people with physical disabilities as well. Um, and if you know any friends that might be interested um, that, that fit these categories and or not and might just be interested on, on coming on the podcast, um, let me know as well. But I, I want to um, get as much variety in, in terms of different kinds of people, different support needs, different conditions. Um, and I do, I promise I will have more more guest episodes coming up. Because um, I know these ones that it's just me, it's kind of short. But um, it, it's important to talk about these things as well and clarify. Anyways, um, let's go on to the difference in between neurodiversity, neurodiverse, and neurodivergent. So neurodiversity is the concept of different brains that work differently. Now, for anyone, the thing is, anyone can be near, not not anyone is neurodivergent, but everyone is neurodiverse because a neurodiverse group is in, in and people misuse this all the time, but a neurodiverse group is a group that includes neurotypicals and neurodivergent people um, or you know any kind of brain technically is neurodiverse and people don't seem to grasp that. Um, Neurodivergent is where the difference is. Neurodivergent means you diverge from the typical mold of or brain which is um, the neurotypical brain um, so neurotypicals can't be neurodivergent, but they can be neurodiverse. Now the problem as well with, with making this mistake with, with referring only to neurodivergent people as neurodiverse is that it is, um, you are in a way kind of contributing to continue to this idea of segregating neurodivergent people because you're calling diversity only the group that is different, whereas really diversity is everyone and it is including the group that we need to include the groups that are more marginalized, the groups that are different in the uh, like the marginalized neurotypes such as autism, ADHD, and you know all these other conditions that I listed. Those needed to, those need to be included as part of the group, not called the separate group that is diverse because then that means that the neurotypical group is not being diverse and including these other neurotypes like it's all about including the other neurotypes not separating them so um yes of course neurodivergent means you you diverge from the typical norms but you're still part in in the neurodiverse world it's neurotypicals and neurodivergent people so and, and it's actually more harmful if you separate it by calling only neurodivergent people diverse. Because everyone is diverse. And, and neurodivergence is a type of diversity. It's not the only diversity. Like, there's a lot to unpack in there. And I don't know if I'm doing a good job of explaining it. But um, anyways, <clears throat> that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. The confusion between neurodiverse and neurodivergent. And... I also wanted to touch on the meaning of neuroqueer, which is, um, it was a term coined by Nick Walker. Um, Nick has a great website. Uh, I recommend checking out her 
her website Neuroqueer if you have a chance. Um, but anyways, uh, neuroqueerness, uh, I'm going to read out that, that definition. A neuroqueer individual is any individual whose identity, selfhood, gender performance, and or neurocognitive style have in some way been shaped by their engagement in practices of neuroqueering. Regardless of what gender, sexual orientation, or style of neurocognitive functioning they may have been born with. So basically, what this is saying is you can identify as neuroqueer even if you don't have a diagnosis, um, even if you don't identify with one specific neurotype, um, if you don't identify with one specific sexual or gender orientation because it's all about deviating from neuronormative societal molds. Um, you know, you deviate from these molds, you identify as uh, having a brain that works differently, you are a neurodivergent or neuroqueer. Anyways, um, that was uh, a lot of information. I hope... Um, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. I, I hope you all were able to get something out of it. Thank you for listening. Um, I promise more guest episodes in the near future. And I'll see you next time.